You're having one bad day. You're having one bad moment. You're one, you're having, you know, one lapse in judgment and you're letting that screw you up for an entire week, month, or even year, right? That makes no sense. Welcome to the Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Welcome back to another episode of The Mindset Diet. So today we are going to dive deep into what you need to do if you screw up, if you fall off the wagon, if you fail your diet or your exercise program or whatever you're working on with regards to your health and your fitness. So this particular episode topic was actually inspired by the ladies in my private Facebook community. By the way, if you want to join that, it's free to join. If you go on Facebook and you search the female fat loss blueprint, um, that's the one. I basically have this group of, I think we're at about 800 women right now, and I share a bunch of helpful live trainings, tips, tricks. We give away a lot of free guides and resources and all sorts of cool stuff to help you on your weight loss journey. So in that group, I asked the women there, I said, ladies, what should I record a podcast episode on? What do you feel like you need the most help with when it comes to your health and fitness journey? And a lot of them said, you know, we really have trouble getting back on track when we screw up, when we're inconsistent, when we have an off day, like it's really hard to get back in the swing of things. And so that's exactly what I want to talk you through in today's episode. Last but not least, before I give you a bunch of helpful information, I have one small ask of you, and that's to leave a five-star rating or review of the podcast and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening, because that will help me get into the minds of more women out there who need to hear this type of information to help them move forward on their weight loss journey. All right, without further ado, let's dive into today's show, talking to you all about what to do when you screw up on your diet. All right, so the first thing I've got to say is if you're listening to this podcast with the goal of losing weight, this probably isn't your first attempt at weight loss, right? My guess is that you've tried a myriad of different diets in the past. And so what I want to say first is I'm proud of you for continuing to try. I'm proud of you for not having completely given up and I'm proud of you for pushing forward. But what I want to do here is give you the tips and tricks to make this fitness journey one that lasts for the rest of your life. So you don't have to keep starting and stopping, getting on and off the wagon and putting yourself through that psychological stress of giving up and then having to motivate yourself to keep going. And, you know, I think before we even talk about what to do when you fail your diet or when you fall off the wagon, we need to actually define what it really means to quote unquote fail. Um, And, you know, in my professional opinion, And I think in the opinion of a lot of high achieving and successful people, the only way to actually fail is to quit. And so when you think about it like that, when you think about failure as something that you can actually learn from or grow from, number one, it becomes a lot less scary. Number two, you actually look forward to failing. And that sounds super wild and super like, you know, backwards, but it's not when you think about it. Like, what if I told you that it's going to take you 10 different diet attempts to finally reach your goal weight? you would hurry up and do those 10 different diets to get to the last one that's actually going to make you successful, right? 
Right. So if we can look at every single failure as one step closer to success, it doesn't become this massively discouraging thing that's impossible for us to, you know, bounce back from. And then on top of that, I really don't like the phrase cheat on your diet. Now, I titled this podcast episode, What to Do If You Cheat on Your Diet, because I know that's what a lot of people identify with. Oh, I cheated on my diet um, or I didn't do my exercise program. But in reality, I, I like I said, I don't love that term. You can't really cheat on a diet. And hopefully by now you understand that choosing a specific restrictive diet to try and follow for the rest of your life is not going to work. So really what you're doing when you're cheating on your diet, so to speak, is you're just deviating from a lifestyle that's going to get you to where you want to go. If we remove this word cheat, right? When we think of cheat, we think of cheating on a test, cheating on a spouse or a partner. Like it's got a very, very negative connotation. Let's remove that connotation from the, you know, conversation about what happens when you have a rough day uh, and you overeat or you miss out on your workout for the day. You're not cheating on anything. The last thing I'll say about this is, you know, if you do keep having this desire to quote unquote cheat on your diet, is it actually a sustainable diet? right? Like is what you're doing actually something you want to do for the rest of your life? Because if you constantly want to deviate from it, it's probably not something you should try and stick to. Now, here's why this topic is one that warrants an entire podcast. When I see women, you know, deviate from their plan, have a bad day, quote unquote, screw up or fall off the wagon, they don't just have one little minor screw up and learn from it and move on. Although that's what I'm going to teach you how to do today they tend to take that minor screw up and turn it into this massive act of self-sabotage. And I like to explain this with an analogy, right? Uh, and, And this will resonate with a lot of you, so stick with me here. Imagine you need some milk for a recipe and you're rushing because you have guests coming over. So you run to the store to get some milk and because you're in a rush, when you're pulling into your parking spot or the parking spot that you chose, you accidentally brush up against the car that was parked in the spot next to the one that you were trying to park in. In that moment, when you brush up against that car, are you going to back out, fix yourself, park in the spot you were supposed to and leave a note? Or are you going to instead ram further into that car? Now, when I put it like this, it sounds wild. You're like, well, of course I would back out and fix myself and readjust and park and go get my milk and deal with the consequences later, you know, when the insurance company has to get involved in all of that. But this is exactly what you're doing on your weight loss journey. You're having one bad day. You're having one bad moment. You're one, you're having, you know, one lapse in judgment and you're letting that screw you up for an entire week, month, or even year, right? That makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. If you got one flat tire in your car, you wouldn't slash the other three tires. Like, That makes no sense. Yet we do this continuously on our weight loss journey, right? We have this insane all or nothing mentality where it's like, okay, well, if I screwed up a little bit, fuck it. I'll just, you know, purposely screw up the rest of the day or the rest of the week or the rest of the month. And if you can get yourself out of this cycle, you will see success on your weight loss journey. All right, so how do we actually do this? How do we actually get out of this all or nothing mentality? How do we actually back our car out and park in our own spot instead of ramming further into the car we brushed up against, so to speak, right? 
There are a few steps that I want to go over today that I think are going to be immensely helpful for you. And the first of those is step one, which is to sit with your uncomfortable feelings. Okay, so I know this sounds like a crazy thing to recommend, but here's why it's super important. Screwing up is very uncomfortable. Okay, most people I know, myself included for sure, are very, very hard on themselves. And so when something doesn't go right and it's your fault it's, and you're the one to blame, you usually take that super, super seriously. You get very frustrated and you feel very uncomfortable. Here's the problem. Most people don't know how to cope in a healthy way with those uncomfortable emotions. This is where we see people binge eat or stress eat the most often is when they have a little minor screw up, right? Because they want to avoid those uncomfortable emotions. And so they reach for food as a source of comfort. We really want to stop this. Okay, we can learn a lot about ourselves and avoid self-sabotaging by actually feeling our feelings. Okay, so what would this look like in real life? Let's say, for example, you were supposed to set an alarm for 5.30 a.m. so you could go to the gym and get your workout in before the workday. But by accident, you set your alarm for 5.30 p.m. So you ended up waking up really late, you missed your gym session, and you had to rush to get ready for work. That is really frustrating. That's really uncomfortable, right? Not only are you going to miss your workout for the day, but now you're kind of in a bad mood. As opposed to beating yourself up for that, getting angry, and then having a fuck it day and maybe kind of deviating from your fat loss plan or whatever you were supposed to be doing from that day, sit with those uncomfortable emotions. I'm uncomfortable. I'm embarrassed. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed in myself. Actually feel those feelings and tell yourself repeatedly, because this is the objective truth, it is okay. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. It's okay that you did that. It's okay you made a mistake. What's not okay is taking those uncomfortable feelings and fueling some sort of self-sabotage behavior, be it, you know, binge eating, stress eating, whatever it is. And that's what most of you do. So if you can tackle step one, if you can actually sit with your uncomfortable feelings and not necessarily reach for food or alcohol or sex or drugs or whatever it is that, you know, is your quote unquote vice, you will move forward from that. And you'll learn a lot about yourself in the process. All right, so speaking of learning, step two, the second thing you should do after you fall off the wagon or are inconsistent with your diet or exercise program is you should learn from the failure. So ask yourself the following question, what did this screw up teach me and what can I do differently moving forward? Okay, I'll use another example uh, with a client. So, and, and I'm not calling any of you out. If you're one of my clients listening to this, you know I love you, but these examples are real and people will resonate with them and they can learn from these, right? So let's say you had a long day at work, but you were perfect with your plan. You ate under your calories, you made good food choices, good food quality, the appropriate quantity, everything looked great. But after a long stressful day of work, you ended up getting in a bit of a fight with one of your kids, right? You've got a teenager, she's being sassy, she's yelling and screaming at you and not respecting you. And so you're really stressed and you get in this fight and, you know, she gets in her car and she drives off and you're left sitting there uncomfortable and frustrated. What do you do? You walk straight to your pantry and you eat an entire sleeve of Oreos. That's a screw up, right? There's no arguing that that's a screw up. So what can we learn from that screw up, 
right? It happened. It's in the past. You can't control that. So let's not ruminate. Let's not obsess over it. Let's figure out what we can do to move forward. So from this situation, you can learn that, okay, I may have a problem with emotional eating. I may have a problem with dealing with stressful situations in a healthy way, right? So you learn that about yourself. What's the next thing you can learn? Maybe I shouldn't bring a bunch of Oreos in my house. Maybe those are a food that I have a really hard time controlling myself around. So I'm not saying you can't eat Oreos, but instead of having an entire big, you know, pack of them, get yourself the single serving size. And so if that type of thing happens, if you're really craving sugar, if you really feel like you cannot handle your emotions and you're not practicing what we talked about in step one, that at least you have less access to them, right? Or don't bring them in your house at all. This is a trick I learned from uh, the guys over at Mind Pump. Their podcast is phenomenal, by the way. You should check them out. And they recommend that you don't bring any of that stuff in your house when you're in a fat loss phase, when you're trying to lose weight. They say that if you want it, you have to get in your car, go to the store and drive to get it, right? And so maybe that's something that would work for you. Again, you're not telling yourself you can't have that food, but you're putting up an extra barrier between you and a food that you maybe have a little bit less control with. So once again, we are learning from this failure. We are making adjustments. We are backing out and parking smoothly this time instead of ramming further into that car. Now, the third and final step that you should take if you screw up is to move on. Adjust your plan and keep moving forward. Move on. You do not need to obsess over the past. This is where we get caught in that all or nothing mentality where you're like, well, forget it. I screwed up yesterday, so today can't possibly be good. And then you just do this for years and years and years, and it's led you to the position you're in right now. So you need to change it. Adjust your plan and keep moving forward. And when you do move forward, move forward with baby steps right? Let's say you haven't gone to the gym in a month. You're supposed to be going two to three times a week. You haven't gone in a month. Instead of making the goal to go to the gym, make the goal to do 10 air squats before breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? So 30 squats that day, not really a full workout, but it's getting you back into the habit. It's a baby step in the right direction. Take the smallest amount of action that you can handle and put that into play, put that into practice, right? So make it something that you absolutely cannot fail at. If your goal is to be in a fat loss phase and you've been going over your calories for weeks and weeks and weeks, make it your goal to just have one serving of vegetables that day. Even if your goal is to be eating a specific amount of calories in a caloric deficit and your coach wrote you macros, right? If you're totally off plan, you got to take baby steps to get yourself back on the right track. All right, I'm going to wrap this one up here, you all. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you got some golden nuggets of information and some helpful tips. So just to recap, what do you do if you fall off the wagon, if you just can't seem to get anything right? Step one is going to be to sit with those uncomfortable feelings. Feel those feelings. Do not judge yourself for having them. And this will teach you how to move forward in a healthy way. Step two is to logically look at that failure, look at that screw up and figure out what you can do differently moving forward, how you can learn from it. And step three is to take what you learn, put it into practice and move on with some baby steps. 
As always, I would love to connect with you all outside of the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you want more information, more helpful tips and tricks and tools, feel free to follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, you're more than welcome to join our private Facebook community on Facebook, obviously, titled The Female Fat Loss Blueprint. If you do end up joining, make a note on there when you request to join that you're coming from the podcast and I'll make sure to reach out to you and see if you have any questions. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. I will see you in the next episode. And until then, I'm wishing you wellness.